You have three hymn texts printed on the sheet, and we will begin with the first one, Lord, who throughout these 40 days, and I would ask you to stand and join in singing that hymn. The season of Lent is all about Easter. It was originally intended as a time of final preparation for those who were going to literally commit their futures to Christianity in their baptisms at the early Easter dawning. In time, those days of preparation also became days of penitence since there were those who, because of grievous sin, were excommunicated from the Christian community, and the time of Lent was a time for them to prove their rehabilitation so that they could again join the Christian community for that all-important Easter communion. 
But it's not just about Easter, of course, as important as that is. That's the key to understanding Lent. It has an interesting name. The word Lent uh, is probably related to an old English or an old Germanic word that means lengthening of the daylight, spring. And so in English, we refer to it as Lent. Other languages refer to it as the time of fasting, which makes more sense in some ways. And the number 40 figures prominently in the celebration of Lent. 40 days, 40 nights. First of all, where where our attention is drawn to Christ in the wilderness, his temptation when he was with Satan and with the wild beasts. For us, they're enduring all sorts of temptations, temptations that we can't even imagine. But we also remember the number 40 in terms of the people of Israel and their 40 years of wandering in the wilderness before they were allowed to enter the promised land. We also remember the 40 days and the 40 nights of the great flood by which water destroyed creation and also preserved it. Those days are numbered for us as a a time to look forward to our own great Easter communion. Now, if you count the number on the days of the week and the weeks of Lent, you'll realize that if you include the Sundays, you have too many. Sundays, of course, are excluded from the fast because every Sunday, even in Lent, every Sunday, even in Lent, is a celebration and remembrance of our Lord's glorious resurrection. So that's why Ash Wednesday happens on a Wednesday, and the first day of Lent is not actually on a Sunday. We continue now with the next hymn, also focuses in on the theme of 40 days and 40 nights, and also invites us to ponder what we do now during Lent that can join us with him in his suffering and temptation.
Someone once said, fasting and bodily preparation are indeed a fine outward training. And those words were written also in terms of preparation for receiving the sacrament of the altar. When Christ was in the wilderness, he was there by himself. By himself. And part of our Lenten journey also needs to include a journey into our own personal wilderness. And it's one that needs to happen by ourselves. Everybody in this room understands what it's like to talk to yourself. We do it in the middle of the night when we wake up. You're doing it now. It's a wonderful conversation. (laughs) But during Lent especially, we are encouraged by our mother, the church, to dig a little deeper into that personal conversation, to have an earnest conversation with ourselves about our own spirituality, to have an earnest journey in the wilderness to confront our own wild beasts and demons. And that's not something you need to share with anyone else. They're yours alone. And during Lent is a time when we should do our best to face those things and conquer those things. Of course, if we try and do that on our own, that journey into the wilderness ends in despair and hopelessness. But the great comfort that we have is that Christ, tempted there in the wilderness, Christ tempted throughout his life in every way that we are. There is no temptation that we face that Christ has not faced for us. And not just rhetorically or spiritually, but in reality, both in the wilderness and in his journey to the cross. The great sorrows that we have, he knows better than we know them. And he is there by our side, even as we have these personal conversations, to confront those beasts in our wilderness to draw us closer and closer and closer to himself. One of the themes of Lent, of course, is to return to the Lord our God, for he is gracious and he is merciful. Pope Gregory the Great, our Pope who lived around the year 600, called Lent our tithe of our year. The year has 365 days Lent is 40, comes pretty close. Not that every day of our lives shouldn't be spent in devotion to God, but especially during this year, during this season of the year, this 10th of the year, he instructed the church that that special tithe would stand out as an outstanding season of the year when this conversation would be most fruitful. He's also given us this wonderful hymn that we're going to sing in a minute. And I'm going to give you some wonderful advice. Grab your hymn book, please. And if you turn to page 130, this, by the way, a hymn book is one of your most important resources when you make your journey into the wilderness. Because virtually every single page is filled to the brim with words of admonition and great words of comfort. I wanted you to look at page 130 because if you look there at number three, it lists for you 
the penitential psalms. Now, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Very convenient. You can use one a day, even on Sunday. And repeat them. Make them your own. Make them your own. 51 and 130, of course, are the most well-known of these penitential psalms, but they belong to us, and they are specially given to us by God the Holy Spirit as we make our pilgrimage through the wilderness. Then if you would turn also to page 137. And there you see a prayer called the Litany. And this rugged, rugged old text is one that deserves to be studied every single day during the season of Lent. It's a prayer for the entire year, of course, but especially during Lent. It reminds us so vividly in a prayer form of what Christ has done for us in his life. It reminds us also that we are part of a much larger community that is walking through the wilderness together. It's a beautiful prayer. It's one that you can use privately and that can help you in your conversation. Let's stand now and sing the glory of these 40 days.
Now take your hymnals, please, and turn to page 138. And let us read together the verse and collect number one at the bottom of the page. The Lord has not dealt with us according to our sins. The Lord Lord God Almighty, you do not fail to hear the sighs of the contrite, nor disregard the longing of troubled hearts. Behold our prayer which we bring before you in our need, and graciously hear us, so that all that strives against us, of both the devil and men, may come to naught and be scattered by your good counsel, to the end that, unharmed by all temptation, we may thank you with your church and praise you at all times, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us now and forever. Amen.